0: Welcome to Successful Parenting, where we, Jackie Rue and Robin Choquette, share practical skills for families to build resilience and healthy connections. As practicing professionals and parents ourselves, we hope this podcast is a resource for parents to grow, reflect, and learn more about themselves and their children. Our approach is simple, tangible, and most importantly, we lead with compassion for the integrity of the families we serve. This podcast should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for informational purposes only. We love our work and we can't wait to watch families gain confidence and open themselves up to new ways of successful parenting. Hi Jackie.
1: Hello Robin.
0: How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. You know, it's uh it's been a pretty busy week so I was Yeah. I don't know if anyone else but I was feeling pretty uh, tired by by the end of the day yesterday and you know, just nice at the weekends here and a little bit of downtime.
0: Right, right. You know, I had a lot of people reaching out. I had one, I see the adolescent and the parent left and they came back and knocked on my door and said, hey, I want you to know I've been really listening to those podcasts and enjoying them, which was, you know, some really good feedback. And this week, I wanted to let the audience know that we have shared on our social media on Twitter and on Facebook. It was interesting, the Wall Street Journal had an article and it was talking about five ways to assess social media use and if you could possibly have an addiction, which I thought was really, really interesting. It's a pretty quick read, a short video, but we have them out there on our Facebook and on Twitter.
1: Yes, and I think social media, while sometimes it can be stressful, I do think it's a helpful way to get information out as well as communicate. I know I'm in several parent groups and family groups myself and I love the opportunity to share resources and things like that. I think it's been a theme and, and one piece Robin of feedback that I've gotten this week is many parents have reached out to me and said we appreciate this podcast because you and Robin kind of make it real that it's okay to not be perfect in our parenting and that right. we really do um you know parent out of a place of we understand we've made these mistakes and we're just trying to grow in and gain knowledge and get better. But even having adult children, you know, at times I look at, am I really, you know, doing the right thing? Is this really the best I can do? And so I think we're all in it together, truly.
0: Truly, completely agree on that. It's things can be difficult and embracing that. And that's really what we're talking about today is the growth mindset. I absolutely love this thought process of thinking about how do we organize our world
1: Well, it's interesting. You know, I had the opportunity to speak to several parent groups this week. And one thing that we talked about is this notion of our children believe that they can achieve something, even though it's difficult, just by putting in effort. And they start to take chances. And that's when we really see that confidence growth. I was talking to a college student last night, and he was saying to me, You know, I really hope things get better, or I'm not sure, but I really do hope. And I said, you know, what if we were to shift, you know, that statement to when things get better. And as I do things differently, things will end up differently. And and he really liked that approach. And he said that he was going to try to incorporate that more in his thoughts and even in his language to others.
0: I like that. What a cool way to do it. And it's kind of interesting when it's something as small as you know, just rethinking of the language that we use, the impact that it can make.
1: For sure. For sure. And I think sometimes as parents, and I was guilty of this, are we focusing more on the outcome? You know, one mother said to me, I recognize in talking to my son, I've really hurt our lines of communication because every time I see him, I focus on, great, did you get or I saw you had another missing assignment. And she really doesn't focus as much on the process of, you know, what are those steps to get somewhere different? And, And she started to shift her language this week. And she noticed that her son responded differently.
0: Yeah. And that's so true, right? Because when we're looking at outcome, as you said, we're not in that process place. And that is where the real meat of it all is, right?
1: Right. And so sometimes it really is about, you know, responding to, you know, I noticed that you you studied downstairs and, you know, even though, you know, you didn't get kind of the grade you wanted, I really applaud you for trying something different. You know, sometimes I think we miss acknowledging our kids because we're so focused on the outcome that we miss that maybe they tried something different or maybe even though it didn't go well, they came out of their comfort zone. And and that's really how we start to build confidence in children and helping them to understand we're not always going to end up in the place we want, but it's really how we get there and what are those steps and what does that effort look like?
0: Mm-hmm. There is the growth mindset. Listeners, if, you, if you're if you not familiar with this, Carol Dweck out of Stanford um, has really developed this and talks a lot about the growth mindset, understanding that the focus sh- should be on the journey and not just the outcome. And when we do that, it really helps, to, as Jackie said, to build confidence and resilience. If that's where the focus is, the work that you're doing, you're more likely to have awareness around that and understand it's about how you work, not necessarily the outcome. Because if we focus only on the outcome, we're missing those crucial pieces to have the success. Focusing on those steps is where success comes. And I think it's so interesting, the work that she's done. If you've not researched that, go out and just Google and find some information on her.
1: You know, it really is interesting and I've tried to apply it a lot to my own life in different things I do because a lot of times when I focus more on the steps or what I need to do and don't get so hung up on the bigger picture, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I see growth in different ways than I had even imagined. Sometimes my outcome might actually end up being different but better. And it really does work. And I think just in my life, I try to really focus on, you know, what my steps look like day to day in terms of my communication, my language. And it really does make a difference. And so I do, really do, I've appreciated her work. And I notice when I talk to a children and teens using this mindset and sharing it with them, they really like it because it takes some stress off.
0: Right, right. You're a runner, Jackie, and you use this all the time. You don't look at, what, if you want to get a PR, you know, your personal kind of record, you don't look at that number and say, okay, that's what I'm doing. You're looking at the middle part of it. You're in the race doing what you need to do. And if you do those things, right, you will achieve it. And I think that when I explain to people that they're like, oh, I get it. It's not a complicated thing, but I think we so often get focused in on that outcome and and we can't look at the inner part of it. And there's four components in that. Carol talks about the effort that we put forward, the challenges that we face, the mistakes we make, and the feedback. So let's kind of think about the effort. If we praise for effort versus outcome, what are we setting
1: up? Well, and I really like that you said that, because if you think about it, parents, when we are praising things like the effort more than the grade or more then, Because I think when we're always praising the outcome, like grades and how they did in a sport, we're missing a lot of other opportunities to praise and help them see that they can still be successful even when they didn't get that perfect outcome or the expected outcome, right? Because so many of us, we get really hard on ourselves when we don't get the outcome. But I love how it kind of got broken down and you described it with, with effort as well as being able to really praise your child for taking on a new challenge, Mm -hmm. something that's even difficult. Right. And then those last two of of praising them for making mistakes. Yeah, I love that. You know, I tell people all the time, I want you to make mistakes. And they're like, why would you say that? I'm like, because I want you to practice that. Part of your every day should be embracing those mistakes and bouncing back. And then that last one you said about, you know, teaching our kids how to accept feedback from us, from teachers, as well as us being open to feedback. And this one was hard for me, uh, from our kids, you know, because when we ask for feedback from our kids in terms of how we're doing with our parenting, they are going to be honest. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. it. so helpful just to have these conversations and be real. And I do find that that's when we build those connections and that growth.
0: Right. Absolutely. So listeners, again, the four components is effort, challenges, mistakes, and feedback. And so just kind of think about that of where you can put that focus on any of those four, and you're really helping to develop that growth mindset.
1: So when you think about kind of what a fixed mindset is, You know, and I love how you shared, I use the growth mindset in running, but the reality is I, I really struggle to not be in the fixed mindset, right? Even an example with races, I get so fixed on a certain time I want that it really doesn't become about all my training and having faith in myself. It sometimes gets really choppy because you focus so much on it needs to be this way. And I think even in our parenting, I love to talk about the language we use with our kids and just being mindful of kind of where we focus and moving towards what are we noticing. And so when we are applying this to parent and with our work, I think it's important that we're we're teaching and we're using this language of what other steps what is the effort going to look like for you today and it might look different every day right because some days we have more in our tank than others but mm-hmm. really starting to be more focused if you have a child for instance that you notice is really struggling getting assignments done and and you're getting comments from the school or feedback you know rather than focusing on why aren't they done why aren't they done let's start to look at maybe what's interrupting them from getting done. And, you know, is it kind of something that's going on in routine? Is it something that's going on um, where the child's getting the work done? But kind of looking at the steps and starting to work on that rather than focusing on why isn't this getting done? Because I think that just builds frustration.
0: And it's so true. And I like the way you describe it because that's the way it looks, right? You know, the child not completing homework. And the focus is often on the homework completed or not. Is your homework done? And I loved what you said because that is so true. And and you think about what the communication would look like there because is your homework done or not versus okay, let's talk about how did it go today? How were you, how did it happen? It just seems more supportive and more connected.
1: Right. And I do think as a parent, think about how you would define success for your child. What does that look like? When you take a step back and you look at where your child is now, Think about how you would truly define success for that child. And do you look for opportunities to praise those steps that would lead to that? For instance, some parents will say, I really want my child to be more motivated, more compassionate, more engaged in our family. Do we praise efforts in that direction or do we focus on things that are outside of the child's control? And when I think about growth and fixed mindset, fixed mindset really can be, you know, those areas that while the child can influence, they really can be outside of their control at times, right? Mm. And so things like effort and things like being able to put work towards something that's in our control, but we can't always control the outcome of a situation. And so moving more towards that can be a helpful way to look at that. And really what I have found in my work, it really leads to more motivation For our kids, when our kids believe they can succeed and they believe that there's room for them to make mistakes and try things differently, and we, the adults, are going to be behind them, cheering them on when they've made those mistakes because they've done things differently or they tried a different way that's going to be how they are going to gain confidence and grow. Yeah.
0: And it's so interesting, you know, in the work that we do, one of the things I really encourage, and I know, Jackie, you do this too, is look at the word can't. And and is that really an accurate description of what's happening? Is it that you can't really do it? Looking at that, and besides just the word can't, adding the word yet at the end of it, I can't do it yet. Or shifting the can't word out of there and thinking about, I'm not able to do it now. So just looking at that language, I think, helps a lot of times, like you said, the work that you do with the client. I think you said it was a college kid last night. You know, I find that so interesting with the work that I do, especially with those perfectionists. They can be very rigid, and it's either they can do it or they can't. And we talk about that. It's that you can't do it yet. Because a lot of times perfectionists will quickly see if they can do something. If they can't, they're going to avoid it. And it's going to be really hard for them to tackle new things. And that's one thing you'll find that they can be pretty slow and really rigid in what they attempt to do.
1: Well, 100%. And I like that. And I think I see that rigidity even in my own parenting at times, because I believe, and I shared this yesterday at a conference, when I'm really struggling with one of my children in one area or another, or I'm struggling with a patient I'm working with, I typically reflect on my mind because typically when I'm struggling with something, it's 90% about my mindset and and where I'm at and how I'm approaching the situation. Mm -hmm. And so I think as a parent, if you're listening today and, and you are concerned about your child or, you know, you have something like that going on, and we're going to be talking about this in one of the next episodes, you know, really think about how you're viewing the child and what your goals are and start to make sure that your language is reflecting those goals you have for your parenting, as well as more of those steps that while they might not lead immediately today where you want them to go those steps are what are going to carry the child forward and you are going to start to see the growth over the coming weeks and even coming months and that can even be if you're concerned about them socializing you know really praising small things they're doing in terms of communication even going to different places that could start lead to more socializing when you start to praise those steps The children become more confident and then you're going to see them start to do more of that because they're hearing the praise and they're feeling better about the fact that they can do it.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're so right. I'm so happy you tried that. While that was a good effort, any of those type of things we can use in our parenting and i think it really does make a shift on the outcome is great but that's not where we are really putting our focus on because it's the work that you do is the thing that's going to help you grow and really develop and be quite accomplished in whatever you try right that's at that perseverance and if we can help them in understanding that, then you're going to have a person that's going to be able to really accomplish a lot of what they want because they don't give up because the work isn't too hard for them the work isn't frustrating for them it's just the process in getting what we want
1: 100% and we see this with all the time when we work with you know even athletes and we talk about different approaches and i mean this this approach has actually been around a lot with sports teams and things like that so whether it's you know approaching a sport approaching homework approaching a new goal. I really think if you read up on this stuff, you will see as you shift your language. And we've seen this time and time again, it really does change the engagement of the child as well as the family. And it it takes pressure off, right? We don't mm-hmm. have perfect, we don't have to do everything right. You know, we understand this is all a journey that we're just, we're starting to develop better habits. We're starting to develop better routine. And, and, and I really appreciate this because I, I do think it's helpful. So and I think you pointed out some awesome things this morning, Robin. It, I liked how you talked about the four components. And I, I like how we really discussed just how this can be applied to the parenting.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you're being honest, Jackie, about for you, how you can get in it. And I know I can too. It was interesting. I was just reflecting, you know, getting prepared for this podcast. I know a couple times in my life, people have said that I can be negative and it was so against what I feel like I try to be, I kind of stepped back and took a breath, not allow my anger and frustration to take over. I was able to have that conversation with them, and what I found out was that I was really coming from a fixed mindset, and that was so interesting because I didn't realize that's what I was doing, and that's how I appeared negative. I think we all do it; it's very normal, and. I think being able to have that awareness and that's what we talk a lot about is having that awareness. So I think it is such a great conversation today, Jackie, that we're having. And I think for parents to also to think about and talk with each other about it and talk to others about it.
1: Yes, absolutely. And so I look forward to our next conversation when we take this a little bit further. Thank you so much, Robin. Thanks,
0: Jackie. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And make sure to subscribe and like us to catch our next episode where we will take you on a journey to find new ways of successful parenting.